We weren't recording that whole time. Told you, two bottle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to the Messengers Podcast. I'm Chris Searles. I'm Rob Seifert. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about um, screening your clients, finding your niche, uh, and kind of learning when to say no. Um, we've had uh, some conversations recently, Rob and I, I think both matured a little bit in our uh, our ability to do this. I think it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs and, and small businesses struggle with, right, is you have an opportunity to do a job and get paid for it and doesn't really fit. It's not really something that you should be doing or, or should uh, want to be doing, but it's hard to say no. I mean, cash in a bank is cash in a bank. So, yeah. um, you know, we've certainly had a, a past of doing that from time to time and um, have had it come up recently as well. Yeah, that's how the topic came up, internal conversations about uh, – you know, uh, whether we should take clients on or not um, and how to evaluate it, you know, based on the effort and the time spent on each client uh, really has to be, you know, uh, something everybody's aware of in the company so that, um, you know, we're not spinning our wheels for no reason. Yeah, I think it's important too. you know, it's hard. I mean, it really is a difficult thing to do. I mean, when you're you're worried about paying employees and making payroll and paying your bills. I mean, to, to look at guaranteed work and, and say, no, it's a difficult thing. Right. Uh, you know, but ultimately it doesn't get you anywhere. You end up spinning your wheels and doing something. You might put a few dollars in the bank right now, but you know, it's keeping you from doing the stuff that you really should be doing. I mean, I know yeah. really when I first came to Searles Graphics, I mean, for those uh, who don't know, Searles Graphics is a, a family business. We've been around for almost 45 years, but uh, I've been here for 10. And when I first came in after uh, my, you know, selling my previous company to the digital side of things to kind of bring that here to Searles Graphics, whether it's digital marketing, uh, social media services, digital advertising, web design development, software development we really kind of became the go-to technical call or, or really I should say I became the go-to technical call for all of our clients. I mean, we had, you know, anybody that needed anything that had to do with technology, I was their first phone call. And, um, for a while we, we took a lot of that work on, we, we did some, you know, network build outs. We did, um, I mean, I was buying computers and sourcing tech and, uh, doing all that for my clients, and it really had nothing to do with what our core business was and what we, are, who we are as a company. But you know, when you're trying to build a side of your business and you want to become a trusted advisor to your clients, it's kind of hard to say no. But it was stuff that we should have said no to. We should have, you know, not really done that. And really, in the long run, it only caused more headaches than you know than problems that it solved. But um, you know, and, and we've stopped doing that. We don't. So don't call me for your your network build out in your office. Right. Yeah. It kind of, you know, creeps uh, along and grows the, the scale of things you do. You have to do when you can't say no. Um, you know, in my experience, I, you know, I find that with clients that are, you know, uh, uh, time intensive uh, clients, you know, people that just, uh, you know, um, 
you know, we're not like a law office here. We don't bill for every minute we're on the phone with someone because customer, you know, there's a line to be drawn between customer service and, uh, you know, part of that. And our philosophy has been that, you know, we put that effort into it, you know, uh, as part of an overall job. So we're not going to bill for our time when we probably could because a lot of it is consulting um, and free advice in terms of marketing and, you know, and helping people design plans. Well, that came up um, came up recently for you, right? Where uh, we you had a client that kind of came through, came from our sales department um, that was gonna, you know, obviously, I mean, from sales, that's that, and that's one of the issues that you're always gonna have to deal with, and that kind of thing is, you know, sales wants to make a sale, they don't want to say no. There's nobody in sales that's gonna take somebody saying, yeah, this isn't a good client for us and be happy about it. Right. I mean, they've put the work in, they put the effort in, they've, you know, gotten through a door and have the opportunity. So, um, you know, it's, it's hard from that standpoint too. You also don't want, you have somebody that's putting a lot of work in that is ideally going to make a commission on that job. And to hear that, no, that's not really something that, that works for us is difficult. Right. But you, you just had that yesterday. Right. Yeah. No, our sales rep came, came to me with a, you know, with a client that wanted to do a print project, and uh, essentially what it boiled down to was they wanted to print something that uh, resembled a CVS flyer that you find in the grocery store. And something that could be done at Staples. Right, right. Not the type of project we normally take. And I had the conversation with the sales rep and told them it's probably not a project for us. Um, but she was kind of determined to, you know, to get the client on board, which is understandable. But again, we're talking about, you know, evaluating the worth of the client and the effort involved. And uh, uh, further in the conversation, it was determined, you know, that the client really didn't have a very big budget. And uh, not that we don't take clients with smaller projects and smaller budgets, but um, but it didn't seem like it was a good fit for our company. She wasn't looking for the services we offered. Well, and it's got, you know, it, it plays to our reputation too, right? And we get that a lot when we get clients who've been pricing out cheap printing on the on the internet. And, you know, they're we know what they're going to get and, and, you know, they may not know what they're going to get when they do that. And sometimes it's, it's absolutely the right way to go for certain clients and right. sometimes it's not. But we kind of always know that, when that comes in, it's, you know, if that's what somebody's comparing it to, that there's likely, you know, depending on the size of the job, likely they're going to find it cheaper online. The question is, do they value everything else that we offer that you can't get when you go there? Mm-hmm. And what does that do to our reputation when we, if we are constantly competing and it just becomes a price game? Right. You know, that's that's not what we're about. That's not who we are. That's not what our niche is. We're not we don't go after clients who are solely shopping only based on price because of all the things that you just talked about, everything else that we do that we mm-hmm. don't bill for or that, you know, the value that we do add to those clients that doesn't really come through as a line item or as an item through when somebody's looking for a quote. But that's part of why we might need to charge more for a certain job, because at some point you have to make you have to make your money somewhere. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's a constant. That, that's a constant explanation. I, I have, uh, I have to make to clients, um, in meetings. You know, when we, when we have our initial meetings, um, just to kind of disclose that that we're, you know, if they're coming in here for business cards, that 
you know, we're not going to be competitive with online companies that just do, you know, gang run print jobs and, and uh, cheap quality. Um, we're a different kind of company. We, you know, we, quality is important and customer service is a big part of it. Um, you know, uh, or just the ability to come in and sit down and actually take a look through a stock book and pick what works best for you and your organization rather than more. shopping online where you can't, right. you know, it's hard. You're buying a, a product that you are giving out to people so that they can feel it and touch it and experience it, but you're not getting to do that yourself before you buy it. Right. So there's a value to that service and that ability too. And some people value that and some people don't. And nobody that doesn't mean they're right or wrong. It just means that we need to know who values that and who doesn't before we start working with somebody so that we know whether or not it's somebody that's going to be a waste of our time because that's all they're going to do and they're not going to value what we bring to the table. Or it's somebody that values those services and values what they get from working with a company like ours versus, yeah. you know, bargain shopping. And, and it works both ways, you know. I mean, we, we don't want to waste the client's time either. Mm-hmm. If they're here and, and, and their needs aren't, you know, the services that we provide, it's better to be clear about it up front, you know. You know? And that goes back, you know, plays off of what I was talking about as far as our reputation. Right. You know, then if that's all you're doing and you're focusing all your time on those clients, then now you're starting to build a reputation of just being expensive, you know, because that's what that client sees. That's the way they perceive that. They don't see the value that they get out of it. All they see are the dollars, and they say, well, that's exp- they're expensive for the same thing that I get somewhere else. And those aren't the clients that we want putting that word out on the street. We want the clients that right. are going to say, no, they're not expensive. They're completely reasonable, and they provide an awesome service right. for what you pay. And that's where we want to focus our time. Sure. Right? Yeah, it helps and we see clarify. it with our clients, too, a lot, right? Didn't you, you just met with somebody just a couple of days ago about uh, one uh, of our nursery clients, right, yep. who, who um, yes, was uh, talking about the same thing? Yep, within his, within uh, his industry, uh, he he has to deal with the same thing. I'm sure a lot of people in different industries do. I mean, he, uh, you know, he was talking about the value of a customer and uh, the time spent. He spoke about, uh, you know, dealing with uh, as a nursery, he dealt deals with um, landscaping, a, a plant companies. nursery, not a uh, right, yeah, <laughs> not a like a nursery school, yeah, commercial grower and uh, uh, distributor of uh, nursery plants. But um, he, uh, you know. He finds that he has to spend significantly less time with, you know, say uh, your average uh, landscaper or landscaping company than, say, a landscape designer. Um, the effort that goes into that is a lot more because they're designers. They want to come down and look at all the plants in the field and uh, handpick them and, uh, you know, kind of work through their project with their project manager there, which takes up a lot of time. So it's, you know, it can be seen across the board and, you know, in our industry and other industries, it's it's. And important. then even then, they're not guaranteeing that they get the job, right? I mean, they're just working with somebody that's designing something and is and you're, is presenting that to a client as a as a as an option and a design. Exactly. And then whoever actually gets that work, who gets to sell that material, and whether or not the client even chooses that design and goes with that that client, they might not end up. They might get nothing out of it. So. Right. Right. It know? could be the third nursery they visited. So. 
Yeah. And the only one that was willing to spend the time. I mean, we see that here yeah. a lot, right? Where somebody will go to, you know, they'll go get three different quotes and we sit down and we spend the time to walk them through and really drill down into what they need and what they want. And then they take that somewhere else and they say, well, somebody gave me a cheaper price, right. you know, by $100, $200. And they go there and mm. you look and go, but that's why you're going to pay the $100 more because we did that for you when nobody else was going to do that for you. And we didn't bill you for it. We didn't charge you for it. And now all of a sudden you're going to take what we just did. Right. Yeah. That just happened with a Go pro- down the road. That just happened with a big uh, print project. We were uh, pricing out for a, a big college on Long Island. And uh, at the end of the project, uh, I guess they were quoting it out with a few other companies and we didn't get it. And I questioned why. Um, and this was a, you know, uh you know, thousands of dollars involved in this project and a lot of effort involved in the quote. And um, uh, I asked, you know, just so we can evaluate our pricing and stay competitive, if they could just let us know if the quote was a matter of pricing. And they got back to me and said yes. And they said it came down to a couple hundred dollars that we didn't get the quote for it. And during the process of all of it, um, I consulted them on uh, better stocks, um, different ways to run the job. Uh, I suggested using varnish on a print job to protect the job. And all of these things weren't in the original quote. Um, so, you know, we're trying to offer more here and do quality work. And sometimes, uh, you know, we're spinning our wheels and someone else is getting the bid because they're $200 cheaper. And it's it can get a little frustrating. Yeah, and, you know, and, and again... To kind of bring it back to then knowing who your clients are and knowing who who your ideal clients are, it's about trying to identify that if you can. I mean, sometimes you can't, obviously, but I try to identify that as early on as possible so you don't spend that kind of time right. working for free for somebody that's not going to work with you because now they're going to save $100, $200. Right. Um, you know, and then the opposite's true, too. I mean, we had, you know, right now we just right before we recorded this, sat down to talk about a job that we're going to turn away. That is a is a huge job. It probably would be the single biggest job that we do all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the turnaround times are crazy, and they have to be. It's a live event that's, that's going on. It's a big event here on Long Island um, that runs for about a week. Uh, and, you know, so it's stuff that is – kind of live information that needs to be conveyed from one day to the next and right. everything needs to be done overnight um, and just in in a turnaround time that we we're not comfortable with we we just don't feel like you know if even if everything goes completely right it would be you know maybe we could get the job delivered when it's supposed to be delivered sure. and are you comfortable with that can you sleep at night knowing that Everything has to go 100% right, you know, and how often does that happen, that right. everything goes 100% right? Yeah, so, no more you know, error. yeah, so it's not even just about about the low end and, and, you know, finding clients that aren't worth your time. It's also about knowing, you know, valuing your peace of mind and knowing on the high end, what are you actually capable of doing? Can you service an account right. even if you're going to get it? And, uh, you know, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't get that job if we said, yeah, we'll, we'll do it, but we're recommending a competitor because that's what we feel like is what's right for the client and and the best way for them to get what they need yeah no that that that's it right you don't have the staffing you don't have the equipment you know to make the recommendation that's a that's a fair thing to do for the client definitely yeah Yeah. so 
know when to say no, right? right. Sometimes it's uh, it's you're a lot better yeah, saying no and spending your time on stuff that uh, that is more in line with who you are, what you do, and what your niche is. Know your niche, know your market, know your customers, and and know when to say no. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs>